Hi, and welcome to Life After Lockdown. I'm your host, Heidi Lipson, and today I'm speaking to my good friend, Liz Toga. Liz lives in Auckland, New Zealand, which has become known for its strong handling of the coronavirus. I'll be speaking to Liz a little about her experience of lockdown and where her head is at as the lockdown begins to lift. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hi, Liz, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for speaking to me today about your experience in New Zealand. Good to have you here. I'm really excited. Nice to connect with you again. And people seem to be impressed that we're in New Zealand. It's really interesting. Like, oh, New Zealand seems to be doing the right thing. So Mm. um, I'm happy to share my um, experience. Yes, we're keen to hear what's working in New Zealand. But first, before we dive into that, can you tell me, please, a bit about you and what you're up to and um, where you're at and I mean you and I know each other from Jakarta. I know. (laughs) So I'm Liz, I'm originally from New Zealand, um, born and bred, lived in Sydney for a number of years where I met my husband who is originally from the US. We moved to the US to Washington DC so he could do his master's and we ended up staying there for about four and a half years. We had a daughter um, and then we ended up moving to Jakarta this time last year. Um, My daughter and I went across. Daniel had already been there for about two months or so. Um, And Annika and I went a year to the day last next week. Um, Unfortunately, our stint in Jakarta was short, um, but you know, we were there for six months, but we had a great time. And I met Heidi at the Anza playground. So after Daniel lost his job in Jakarta, we went back to the US to his family in um, Long Island, just out of New York. And we stayed there for a few months. And then I wanted to be closer to um, closer to my parents as they're getting older and things like that. And I wanted to come down and spend some time with them. So luckily I managed to um, come down here at the beginning of March. And it was interesting. The coronavirus or this COVID-19 had only really sort of started kicking off in the media and things like that. Um, especially in the US, I feel that they – it's interesting. Like I read – stuff in the US about it but when I came down to New Zealand it was so much more media presence and people seemed to be so much more concerned about it um so by the time I got down to New Zealand about two weeks after booking my tickets um it was very serious and it was acute and it was all over the media and but we were here maybe two weeks if that um and then everything sort of shut down schools are closed um you have to stay in your bubble um and we've sort of I just hung out at home for the last four weeks (laughs) Timing, and I'm a big believer in some things are meant to be, and I believe that I was supposed to come down when I did. My parents are in their 80s, um, so I've been able to go to the supermarket for them um, and kind of look after them, which has been a blessing. I think if I didn't come when I did, I'd probably still be in the US, as I wouldn't really have been able to get down here. Mm. New Zealand, really, it's been a model country when it comes to Mm. getting on top of and containing coronavirus. Um, what do you think it is that's made the response so effective and um, so successful right now? Everyone is a fan of Jacinda Ardern. And from my perspective, from what I've seen, I mean, there's definitely people that um, don't believe in what she's doing or don't like her or whatever. But I think her take on it, she's been very um, communicative. She said, and she's done every day at one o'clock, she was doing a press release. And one of them that really, I really liked what she said, she's like, I'm responsible for this country. So she took it on board and she's responsible. She had to make a decision on what we did, no matter what, you know, other people said, like, because it's shutting down the economy and things like that. But she genuinely felt like she was responsible for us. And I thought that was a really nice thing to say because 
she took it all, I don't know, it's like a mother, like they, she took it all on board herself to make sure what she was doing was right. Um, and I was saying to a couple of friends the other day, like she basically said, you'll not leave your house, you'll not do this. And we all went, okay. And we did it. <laughs> mm. um, I also think the community, like New Zealand's a relatively small country and I think we were so concerned about other people and our healthcare would be, if anyone got sick or many, too many people got sick, we'd just be inundated and there'd be thousands, hundreds more deaths than what has actually been. Um, and I think typically, you know, 95% of the country followed her, the rules of what we had to do. Um, and it's only for four weeks at the end of the day. It's not like it's going to carry on. Hopefully, um, it's not going to go on again or for much longer, the, the full-on shutdown. We can, we're now in level three, so coffee shops are open. Um, everything sort of contactless and things like that. It hasn't really affected my day-to-day. I wasn't working, um, so my life didn't really change a lot. Um, I had friends that lost jobs or friends that now work full-time from home and things like that. Um, I didn't have a child who was at school, so I wasn't homeschooling everyone. Annika's only, she's three in June, so that didn't really, my day-to-day didn't really change. I can imagine for people that, you know, they rely on incomes and things like that, that would be a bit different. But I think the fact that we kind of got together as a community, and one of the things I really like about New Zealand is it's very community-focused. Um, people are always willing to help out. I was in the supermarket the other day. My child was having a nightmare, so someone helped me with something else. The neighbours, we all sort of had, we started a book club, so we put books on people's fences. Um, the mm. neighbour next door would leave a gift for Annika in her letterbox every day. So there's been little things like that. I mean, and people are also out more, so they're seeing you. You're seeing people that you haven't seen for you know, 10 years and you live down the road from them because they're walking past. I was talking to a friend actually the other day. We were saying how, like, her and I always walk everywhere. And, like, now you see all these new people walking. And it's like, I never used to see you walking. Now there's always people walking everywhere and um, discovering new neighbourhoods and as opposed to jumping in there. So people are slowly getting back to business. But it's when people were t- sort of told to stay home, they, they stayed home and it was nice and peaceful and no one was rushing anywhere, anywhere and, People didn't have to, you know, rush to the mall to get their nails done or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, my nails are desperate. I mean, my eyebrows and my, my hair needs doing, but... You were talking about your eyes, eyebrows at the start. And my oh, eyebrows like, today. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, it's been nice just to sort of, I don't know, slow down. And I guess coming from living in Australia, then the US, and in Jakarta, where you rush everywhere. Yeah. And I don't know if I was maybe as experiencing this in the US or Jakarta, it would be different, but it's been nice. Like, you know, I lie and we don't get up in the morning till like whenever my daughter wakes up or if I get up earlier, I get up and I'll have a shower maybe an hour after I've got up. So it's just been nice to slow down and not rush anywhere. And I imagine for you particularly, because you've done what, how many international moves in the last year? I mean, mm. and with a, with a toddler, you've done so much um, movement and there's been so much transition that for you particularly, this is such a, this must be such a contrast. I um, feel sorry for my daughter because one minute we're doing this and the next minute we're doing that. And I'm sure she's really confused about what's happening and is there stability and also the unknown. Like she asked, asked me the other day what happened to her daddy and I was like, well, he's in, living with grandma and grandpa. And there's a lot of people in that unknown what's going to happen in the next week or the next month. Um, they must be feeling that way in the same sort of situation. Can you give us a sense of, yeah, the worst moments have been for you guys in lockdown and some of the best? So there's a play, and it's so funny, there's a playground really close to where I live. 
and I used to take my daughter there most days and she would swing and swing and I'd be like, I need to go home and I would want to get home to, I don't know, cook dinner or whatever. And I would get so bored of her swinging on the swing and this playground has been closed. That playground is like my lifesaver now that I think about it. Like now I'm never going to um, not let her swing on the swing for hours and end. It's like the little things like that. And she ran to it. We ended up going for a walk the other day and she saw it and went running to it. And I was like, you can't go on here. It's closed. And, and like explaining things to a two-year-old or, a, you know, almost three-year-old that you can't go on something is she, they just don't understand and not having play dates and not seeing friends. Um, that's been really hard. Um, also not being able to like go, I, I'm really close to my neighbors and I haven't been able to give them a hug. So like, or I, so be, and I will see close girlfriends. That's been really hard. Um, and Sundays are just like, what am I going to do today? I'm just going to watch TV all day. Mm. And like frozen on repeat. Um, that was probably being the lowest. Um, and is there a moment like, that stands out for you as the best? My mum and dad come and tuck Annika in each night to bed. So we all have a whole sort of ceremony and like, she really like, <laughs> It's part of her, like, and she's like, oh, come, 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 or, like, just seeing her playing with the hose, like, running around with the hose in the evenings and stuff. Um, or, like, the other day we talked to friends across the fence and Annika and one of the other kids, they had a whole conversation across the fence. There's actually been lots of highlights. Like, I've managed to, you know, get closer to my family, which has been really nice. I had a few too many wines one night with my mum and that was quite fun. Um <laughs> There's actually, like, there's probably, if I think about it, there's been some really hard days where it's been long and, like, I've maybe had an argument with my husband over the over WhatsApp over something stupid. Or, like, I've talked to another girlfriend and she's been saying, oh, that happened to me as well. And you, it's nice to have friends that are all in the same boat and feeling the same way and things. Hmm. Um, and there has, I mean, the only worst thing, I think it's like anything, if you're raising a toddler, that's hard anyway. <laughs> so this has kind of maybe, like, been a bit harder. Um, but... They don't know any different either as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, I kind of feel for them and, like, suddenly, like, the playground's closed and school's closed and they're like, okay, whatever. They don't kind of ask questions. Why? They sort of te- seem to take it in their stride, don't they? Yeah. And yeah. Um, it just kind of – it just is. Um, yeah. And I think that they've got that continuity. Annika's got that continuity with you, just like Hugo's got that continuity with me and they both have done through all these yeah. um, moves that you and I have both done yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm never going to take – things I'll never take for granted again is, like, the park or, like, a coffee or, like, if I can, like – once I can go out for a drink or dinner with my girlfriends, I'll never take for granted because I used to always be the person, oh, no, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But now I'm going to be like, right, no, I'll go. Um, and I'm lucky I'm kind of a bit of an introvert and a bit of a homebody, so mm. I haven't minded so much being home. I quite like it. I'm quite happy. I've got friends that are extroverts and they have really struggled. I've been doing the groceries for my mum and she, they're in their 80s and they, she really misses just walking around the supermarket because that's her one kind mm. of outing and like she misses going to get her nails done and like she misses going walking to see her girlfriends or her friends coming over. So I think she's really found it quite hard because she hasn't even, like I've been able to go to the supermarket and see other people. So, um, and then my dad was actually, he, she retired, he was supposed to finish work last week and because he's over 70 they basically said don't come back so he wanted to do his 55 years at where he was working but he actually no 60 years at where he was working but he couldn't so he's lost a bit it feels to him like he lost a bit of his pride because he actually couldn't work a year to the day yeah so but it's been nice you know they've, they've 
got to spend time with Annika and I said to mum last night, I said, what sort of, there are not many grandparents that, you know, can spend this amount of time with their grandchildren. So it's been a blessing for them yeah. as well. So if I think about all of it in hindsight, it hasn't been easy. Um, but I've actually enjoyed the, the peace and quiet, the not rushing. And I was thinking this morning, gosh, when we go back to level two and I've got to get Annika to school and I want to go to the gym class at 9.30, I don't know how I'm going to get myself out of, get myself organised in time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got the same worry. What, I mean, have you got thoughts around what you're, what you're planning to do after lockdown? I mean, who knows about who what knows, no, yeah. normal is going to look like? Um, yeah. It probably will differ from country to country and city to city. But what do you think? I mean, what are your, your plans and your thoughts about your life and your lives after lockdown? So I would love to stay in New Zealand if um, we can. I just say there's something special about living here. There's something simple. I noticed that last time I was home as well. Um I would like to live here for a little while just to give my daughter a taste of what it's like to live here. Um, and then my parents, as I've mentioned earlier, my parents are older, so I'd like to, for them to spend a bit more time with Annika. Um, I also, I feel quite safe here as well with what, what's been, how it's all been managed um, in healthcare and things like that, which are important to me. Um, I would like to, you know, just keep slowing down. Like I don't have to go... I don't, why am I going to the shopping centre if I don't need to go? Um, why do I, I don't get my nails and my hair done and all that sort of stuff. But I don't need to go there. I used to go there you know, once a week and just peruse around. I don't need to do that anymore. Um, but just enjoy the slower pace. You know, keep walking. It's been nice. I said to my friend the other day, I said, I wonder if people will still walk when they don't have to anymore. Um, so, I, you know, continue that. And keep just go to the park with my daughter. Like, they, they live so much in the moment. You know, I've been enjoying baking, which I've sort of, my pants are quite tired at the moment. So <laughs> maybe can, I'm looking forward to going back to Far the German thing. <laughs> everyone does. It's like everyone's everyone like, is pants baking. Don't. But yeah, continue things like that. And the simple things, like we don't actually need a lot of stuff. You know, mm. I do. Mm. Yeah. Having said that, I do have a whole lot of shopping carts saved online full of stuff that I'll never buy. But isn't it nice just to, to browse? I've, I've really enjoyed listening to the birds and we have, we feed, we've got, we put birdseed out in our garden and we often like watch the birds have baths and drink their food, eat their food and things. So I guess enjoy nature a bit more and not take, my husband's not here. So like when he's back, I would just not take things for granted as much as I used to. Like, yeah, that would be probably my one takeaway. And I hope for me, I hope I just stay true to that. If that makes sense. Mm, it does. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Liz.